Hi there, welcome. Um, yeah, finally got around doing another episode of this. Um, I'm in New York City right now, so I apologize in advance for any noise uh, in the background. I'll, I'll try to edit it as good as possible, but um, yeah, we shall see. Um, yeah, I'm so so happy um, to to share this space with you once more. Um, so let's just start real quick with taking a deep breath. And just relax your shoulders and immerse yourself in the present. Um, which is also kind of a big deal for today's topic, um, which is the grandiose, elusive topic of happiness. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to take a shot at this, just share my my little thoughts and insights about this topic, um, which of course, like most of us, um, I've grappled with for, for years. Um, but right now, I I feel like I got some <clears throat> some basic stan- um, understanding um, and where to look for or what to pay attention to when it comes to this topic. So let's just dive right in. So if I want you to take away one thing from this episode, um, it's basically that happiness cannot be achieved or pursued. Um, it can only be realized right now in this moment. Um, this is the crucial point, you know, I could end the episode here. <laughs> but as long as you think that, you know, something out there um, is going to, you know, make you happy um, or you could get it in some way, um, you're already lost. Um, you know, sustained happiness is impossible to get from external things, whether it's a partner or a new job or um, traveling or more money a car objects whatever Um, you know they may give you a burst of excitement uh, maybe even a burst that lasts for quite a while Um, but it's gonna disappear again so um, you know um, it doesn't help in the long term (laughs) it just doesn't work but we all kind of do this, you know, it's what capitalism is based on, basically. Hey, like, buy this and you will be happy. What about this new uh, gadget or trip or um, software? Um, but I'll tell you, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah, my point is here that we have to change like, we have to turn it around 180 degrees. Like, we just got it wrong. And sometimes you just got to say, okay, it doesn't work. So apparently, like, I mean, pretty obviously, if you look around, even in in what we could call rich countries, um, the level of unhappiness, even of depression, mental health problems, it's it's huge. So, I mean, it's quite clear that something isn't quite going well. Um, So my main point here is, as long as you are focused externally, you cannot be happy. And by external, I also mean in time and space. So if you think about the future and, oh, in next month I'm going to go do this and I will be happy or if only I could live at this place um, or, um, yeah, my past was, I don't know, my childhood was so good but now it's not the same anymore. You know, that kind of thinking, um, yeah, it's it's not going to get you there. So... As long as we are kind of a slave to the outer world, that very often we 
or generally we cannot control, um, yeah, sustainable happiness is impossible. And because circumstances constantly change, and often not for the better, um, you know, it's it's literally impossible to to get this level of fulfillment or contentment um, in a sustainable way. So a good question to ask yourself is, um, can you be happy in a traffic jam? <laughs> you know, that's a good standard to kind of check your progress in this area. Um, so I'm just going to give you an example because I'm aware I'm kind of um, dabbling around in, in different uh, perspectives here. But let's say just for my own life, like I'm super stoked to go on this hike uh, in beautiful mountains somewhere and I'm just very excited and it's going to be beautiful and I have some expectations in my mind and how it's going to be, how I'm going to feel. And uh, yeah, let's just say I get there and it in fact is breathtaking and I am just full of hormones that like, yeah, signify what many of us would call happiness you know i'm excited i'm ready to go i i'm in awe maybe um and it's just beautiful and maybe that lasts for a few few hours or maybe a few days if like let's yeah very very unlikely but let's say it could be possible <laughs> so but then there comes the point where you know i'm tired and there are mo mosquitoes and i'm hungry my backpack is too heavy and it's squeaking and I'm lost and actually it's quite, mono quite monotonous and actually I'm bored and I miss my family or whatever. <laughs> so this, you know, this dream, this idealized version, this idealized image that I had in my mind, when it is confronted with reality, there is very often a mismatch. Um, and so I might actually be quite miserable I might suffer, you know, it can be hard and annoying and it feels more like work than doing something that I enjoy and that would actually kind of, yeah, that was intended to de-stress me in a way. Um, but again, the the kind of solution to that is, so, you know, I have this plenty of times in my life and now I'm like, okay, that's what's happening, but I know what to do now. So basically I try to tune in into that present moment to oh I'm feel I'm feeling quite you know I'm feeling quite shitty why um, what's happening um, and then kind of get this mind sh um, shatter out of the way so just becoming silent if possible um, to feel the uncomfortableness to feel um, the suck so to say and it's this kind of silence and the peace that is behind the actual what is happening physically externally um, that brings me back to a place of, of peace and, and quiet and presence that is actually in a way like a lot more full and joyful than the excitement that I have, like, say, that I had in the first uh, three hours of arriving, you know? And so it's not that sexy, it's not advertised for in, in our common culture, um, but you can actually change your inner state and thereby come very close to what happiness or joy um, might actually point towards. So I think that we have a limited idea of happiness, you know? it's We didn't 
grasp it correctly. Um, our expectations aren't right. And as long as we have some expectations that don't match with reality, you know, we're going to suffer. Um, and that's kind of also this big theme in, in Buddhism, like, or also in other philosophies of, of being attached, of clinging, of craving. Um, and we do this with so many things. We also do it with the bad stuff. So let's say you, you fail an exam or you don't get a job promotion. And it's not like, okay, I didn't get it, you know, um, let's move on. That's life. No, it's probably going to be more like, why did this happen? Am I not good enough? Uh, what I don't know, why does this happen to me? You know, it's always, we are always at the center of what is happening, of reality. It's always the I. And so my point here is, I try to make the argument for, sometimes you you could try to remove yourself from the equation, so to say, so that if you're trained is late it's not happening to you you know it's just happening <laughs> and there's no doesn't make sense like there's no point in being mm, hurt by that or being you know impacted in any way and i'm aware that this is pretty far out and super difficult to achieve in like a very let's say in an in an ideal way in a whole way but we could still learn to do this more and more and to realize oh I'm in a victim role. Um, I'm projecting my own beliefs about what should be my own insecurities, my my fears um, onto reality. And as long as we do that, we will be disappointed from time to time. You know, often it works out, but then we don't even maybe we don't even recognize it. So yeah, the train was there, so that's how it should be, right? But then if it doesn't, uh, if it if the train doesn't come, um, yeah, we're we're, we're whatever annoyed or sad or stressed um, and that's because the reality um, we meet it with a preconceived set of notions of beliefs um, and of course that's pretty hard to get rid of but if we are aware of it we can kind of choose to okay like this is happening I can't do anything about it but I can impact my inner state so to say um, yeah, and we also attach to this negative, uh, um, like as what we would call negative experiences. That's my point. It's not only that you don't want to lose something you love or you don't want uh, whatever um, something beautiful to end, but also the the what we call negative stuff. We kind of by lingering on and thinking about it and philosophizing and like keeping it in our awareness so much, we also cling to that in a very real way. Um, and uh, yeah and, and a concept I came across is um, what I find super interesting is what is called anti-fragility so that actually through these like hardships or mistakes or a loss um, or let's say the yeah the hard time I had during a hike or whatever um, I actually become stronger as a result of that stressor you know I expand I learn I grow, I become more resilient. Next time, you know, I will suffer less. I will have more data to work with. I can manage my expectations in a more accurate way. Um, and to see that these ups and downs, they are just part of life. Um, so we shouldn't have tried to avoid them or brush them aside. That will only deepen um, our disillusionment. So if we can work to embrace them and give them the right to be there, 
accept them and then use them to to grow um, and to develop more purpose or to help or to learn that is a much more positive and realistic way of engaging uh, with life I think um, but yeah next to that there are some things that we can do to kind of um, increase our um, like a baseline um, repertoire or baseline set of skills that makes what we would call happiness um, or positive feelings and a more optimistic outlook more probable and more sustainable uh, so for instance physical health um, being being fit feeling well in your body um, you know being healthy in general is indispensable um, mental health of course um, good relationships community a sense of you know having like a social safety net having people to rely on um, then also an intellectual well-being in the sense that we engage we use our minds for something productive um, that feeds us like uh, maybe i'm interested in history so i read books about it i watch youtube videos i listen to podcasts i engage with a topic that is of interest to me that is also very important um, then also spiritual well-being in the sense that whatever it means to you maybe it's just spending time in nature maybe it's questioning who you really are what is going on maybe it's in a more of a religious setting maybe it's just your sense of purpose what you want to achieve in life you know something that is greater than yourself than your little persona um so i think these these aspects are the foundation for a good life and they can sh set you upon a path where what we call happiness so um yeah i always put it like this because i don't like the term but like fulfillment let's call it that um is is way more likely to come around and to stay so um yeah what should i say another part that is like has changed my life in so many ways is you know you see it kind of everywhere it's like a popular idea right now but the role of gratitude um you know it nudges your brain into perceiving the positive thing positive things in life and in my experience i attract more of it because i'm attuned to it you know it sounds a bit weird or like uh, airy fairy but it's it's definitely been the case in my life and like there's always something to be grateful for there's always something that is beautiful um you know it may be just the sun that is rising it is the food that i'm eating it is the song of a bird it's uh in larger schemes you know it's uh, babies that are being born or someone that realizes their dreams or um, some act of of love and kindness that you witness whatever um, you know and at the same time realize that the human experiences involves um, being sad because children suffer or die from hunger and poverty people have to leave their homes and drown on the way to a more secure place uh, where they want to build their lives that people are depressed nature is destroyed you know that's also part of it all um, and i think that those polarities they can be held together and it's that what it means to be human for me it's like there are both sides and i don't want to just pursue or look for one and kind of deny and close my eyes to the other 
they are both part of it. Um, but that behind those dualities, what we might call like good and bad or desirable and undesirable, um, there actually lies a great silence, you know. And I encourage you to, to rest there more often and to not get lost in chasing some sense of happiness that you think, like chasing something that you think will be the one thing, you know, that will finally get you there. As long as you are in that kind of deficiency mindset, it's it's just not going to happen, I think. So, yeah, try to get behind your experience, what is happening um, externally or how you in interpret it and rest more in that silence that lies beyond it. Um, so don't chase happiness, but in the words of one of my favorite teachers, um, be here now. So thank you so much for tuning in. That was it for today. Um, stay tuned and I see you next time. Have a great day. Ciao.